Welcome to the 321 Biz Development and V Sales Executive Podcast on iTunes. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. 321 Biz Dev LLC brings a combination of sales systems, business development, and website design to worldwide business owners of any size. Our businesses people, our product is sales performance. We tell business owners exactly what they need to know and why they need to know it without any gimmicks or fluff. We know what the sales performance struggle is like because we were once there too, and our team of trainers and digital marketing specialists can help business owners meet or exceed their revenue expectations. 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions, contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. We can be reached toll free in the US and Canada at 833-321-3212 or internationally using WhatsApp at country code one four zero six four zero two six four zero zero. We have over one hundred and forty nine hours of business development content and interviews with business owners from around the world. Today's podcast episode is titled You Are Paid Well But Still Feel Like a Slave. Listeners It is June 17th. It's about 520 in the morning on the West Coast. And I tell you that I did not want to do this podcast episode. In fact, since the coronavirus and now the the rioters and the looters, um, which have really caused significant damage to the American business landscape, I never wanted to include these type of podcast topics, uh, episode topics uh, to the podcast because, uh, you know, the, the 321 Biz Development V Sales Executive uh, podcast and uh, content was supposed to be able to encourage business owners to think about uh, ways to grow their businesses and how my company can help them with our business development program, our sales systems, and primarily we work with attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, and real estate brokers. So that's all we've been talking about since I, I would say up to February 2020. But now, since we have these other items that impact business owners, such as the coronavirus, a shutdown, lockdown, shakedown, whatever you want to call it. Now we got looters and rioters and who are performing under the, the pretense of protesting. And you got these, you know, these uh, terrorist groups called Antifa or Antifa. Now there's a totally different approach that I must make or take to be able to communicate how business owners should proceed. Uh, and not just business owners. Now, now we're talking about average everyday American citizens and how they need to look at things. 
because this um, these these things that are mainly in my opinion politically driven they have to be dealt with and people need to be able to pivot uh, and, and maybe what they did you know back in February of 2020 maybe they need to take a different approach now that it's June 2020 and now we're gonna move into July and August and September and up to the election day so um, I gosh I, I, I when I look at this I say to myself what are people thinking and when I read things and when I see things uh, you know news clips and I see how people are reacting to this coronavirus thing this Chinese Wuhan flu and now I, I see again like I mentioned how people are reacting to looters and rioters uh, destroying their businesses that they've had for 5, 10, 20 years um, and now I, I'm thinking about and the reason why I'm doing this podcast episode I'm thinking about what is the average day American thinking when they go to work and they say to themselves this is the belief system that I have and they've had this belief system all of their lives and since they've been working on the job they've never had to defend their belief system of course there's always people that are going to disagree with you about something that's just life and you know 99 times out of a hundred you disagree with someone at the job or maybe you have a disagreement with your boss about a certain work you know process or you know perhaps you you did something wrong at work and now you your hand has been slapped for making the mistake the boss you know forgives you you learned from your mistake and you have moved on well now since we have so many of these these um, political motives and we have this new phrase that just popped up it's called cancellation or canceling uh, people are being canceled and, and different things are being canceled now the the American worker now is faced with the new dilemma and that dilemma is do I maintain the belief systems that I have in the wake of all these criticisms of all these things that are being canceled of all these things where it used to be cool to um, for instance wear a shirt <laughs> like we're going to talk about today it was cool to uh, like a certain monument that's in the city it was cool to like or support a political candidate that maybe six months ago or three years ago no one had a problem with it was cool to have a certain phrase and use that phrase that had no type of um, you know it wasn't offensive to anyone and now it is so I'm specifically talking about some of the things and events and uh, actions toward people where they could lose their freaking jobs if they said if they if they if they say something the wrong way if they feel a certain way and they express it to other people they can lose their job and just recently there was a coach his name is Mike and he's a coach at Oklahoma I think Oklahoma State and he wore a shirt 
bearing the initials of a, of a national you know, news organization. And that news organization is One America Network News. I've watched it. I don't have access to it on my, on my cable uh, system, but I, but I had it before. I watched it. It's, it's a, just a news organization, and they have a, 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 typically they have a, a right of center type of, uh, of bias or reporting on their uh, news show. Just like the, the CNNs and the MSNBCs, they have a left-leaning bias on their news reporting and their political uh, commentary and uh, editorial uh, components of their shows. So this one guy, Mike, was wearing this O-A-N-N shirt and he was wearing the shirt on his off-duty time and he was wearing the, wearing the shirt when he was out, you know, uh, fishing, I believe. He was fishing out someplace out close to wherever he lives or was traveling or vacationing. And someone took a picture of it or someone found the picture of him wearing this shirt and it just caused holy hell to break out. In fact, it caused so much controversy that a star football player on that college team now has decided that he may or may not play with that college team because he was so offended that this coach wore this shirt. Now, that is totally crazy to me that you would, as a, as a football player, not want to play football for a team because a guy is wearing a shirt that differs from your political opinion. So this podcast episode is really not about the coach and it's definitely not about the football player. And my only um, recommendation for the football player is, and I like to use this phrase that adversity is diversity. I will repeat the, the phrase, adversity is diversity. And what that means uh, to, if you're listening to this and you tend to agree with the, with the college football athlete who, you know, looks like he's going to do well when he enter, enters the pro ranks. So if you're listening to this podcast episode and you're young, or maybe you're not young and you have the opinion that uh, people are not able to express themselves freely. So if you do have that opinion, I'll tell you this, is that, you know, successful people learn how to deal with things that they may not agree with. Uh, there's a lot of times in my life where I had to say, well, I don't like that. I don't disagree with that, but I still need to perform. And I believe this um, young college, you know, success story, um, he's going to find out that um, he needs to deal with things in his life that he may not agree with. And I did make a comment someplace on one of the social media uh, platforms that there are three times, you get, you, you get like two to three chances in your life where you get to make a mistake, you get to make a decision that you regret. This is gonna be one of those decisions that this uh, star college football player is going to regret. So he'll get, he'll probably not make the right decision. He'll probably go with his, his, uh, his instinct, the young instinct that he has. So 
he may get another chance to make a, a, a decision that's not in his best interest, although he feels like it is in his best interest. But then there's going to come a time that he's going to make that third or fourth decision in his life about something he doesn't disagree with. And that's going to come back to haunt him. So he's going to have at least two to three, um, I call them free passes or get out of jail free cards where he can make decisions and say, oh, I just don't like that. I'm, and that's the decision I'm going to stick with. And then one day he's going to make that decision and it's not going to be uh, a, a good outcome. And I'm not wishing any harm or any type of um, misery uh, to this person. But it just works out like that, that when you disagree with things just from a quick reaction, a lot of times it changes your it changes your life for a long time. And, it, it, you know, like I said, no harm to him. Maybe he may have to make a totally different career move somewhere down the road or it, it, he may find someone that he thought was a friend and people sometimes uh, disappoint you and uh, that person may not turn out to be a friend when this player thought that he was dealing with with a friend. So again, like I said, this, this uh, podcast is not about the coach, it's not about the guy, but it is about people having to make uh, different decisions perhaps now and in the future about how they earn their money. Now, my consulting firm that I own, 321 BizDev LLC, it's a consulting firm to help white collar business owners. And like I mentioned, attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, uh, insurance brokers, and real estate brokers do what they do better. And that uh, part or the services that my company offers has nothing to do with the technical aspects of what they do it's more so the front end piece of how to meet people how to connect pe with people and how to engage in a professional uh, conversation or interview when meeting with that person such that the prospect will easily convert to become a client so when I meet with people uh, typically I don't try to persuade them or convince them making that decision to work with my company it's kind of like one of those type of things where you know you may have a problem and you say to yourself i have this problem but i'm not sure if i want to want to admit that i have this problem but if the right person asks me a question about the problem then i'm more likely to accept the fact that i've had this problem for a long time and now I'm ready to take action. So there is no convincing or persuading uh, tactics that my company uses because this just won't work. Uh, the services that my company offers, uh, these white collar small business owners, they will either earn in commission or they have transaction fees starting at at least like one to $2,000 per year or sometimes higher per transaction. So the reason why I wanted to mention that is because making a change or making um, a switch or identifying a obstacle or a challenge and making money uh, is, is something that's very difficult to, to do to get people to, to make a switch, to make a change. So what I wanted to do is just give you a few items where people make changes based on 
the trigger in their lives or the triggers in their lives, certain events. So here are a few of those examples about uh, things that people do not need convincing, but how they make a decision is based on a trigger. So here's the first one. A person may tell many agents for months or years that they don't need life insurance, but all of a sudden someone in the family has a, a death in a family or some type of illness that may lead to death. And that person is more likely to buy life insurance right after that significant event, right after that, that death of a family member or a close friend. So that's a trigger that causes a person to make a switch in their, in their decision-making process that they could not make, you know, months or years ago. Here's a second one, wearing a seatbelt after viewing a crash. So some people say, well, I don't really need my seatbelt on right now. I'm just going to the store. And some people, you know, just may drive to the store and not put the seatbelt on. But as soon as they pass by a major crash, a horrific crash, that person will, will immediately put their seatbelt on. Here's another one. Uh, people that may say, well, you know, my weight is fine. And uh, so they don't think about their, their, their eating habit or exercising. And then they'll see a show on TV about obesity. And they're watching this show and maybe they're eating a, a bowl of chips and, and drinking a, a, a big soda. When they see this story about obesity, then this person says, wow, I need to cut back. So maybe that person will cut back, uh, start exercising, uh, go to the gym, you know, start counting the calories. And let's see, so here's one that kind of goes or talks about what I'm getting into today. Dealing with life-changing events about money is a challenge that is very difficult for people to make, especially when they've been working like a nine to five job for years, five years, 10 years, 15 years, uh, 20 years. So a lot of people say, well, I'm just not gonna make any change to how I make money. Specifically, people may say, well, I don't need to own a business. I don't need to uh, look at anything else because I am confident that I can succeed in my nine to five job. Then all of a sudden, some type of event like this coronavirus thing, like this, like the, these riots and or like, um, you know, having your boss or having somebody tell you that if you don't believe a certain way, you could lose your income. Now that's a life changing event. When you're going to work and you're making some pretty good money and then your boss or your company or someone is challenging your belief system. And they say, you know, Bob, you believe in this, right? You believe in this, in this, in this certain, you know, way, or you believe in a certain concept or you agree with this position and you say to yourself, no, I don't believe in that position, but you have a, you have a choice to make, or you can either tell your boss, you can say, I do believe in, in that position and lie so that you could keep your job. Or you can say, boss, I don't believe in that position and risk the, the chance of being fired.
or losing uh, some promotional opportunities or being demoted somehow or being ridiculed or having your, your car <laughs> scratched and, and your, your tires stabbed, you know, at, at the place of work. So this is what I'm talking about, folks. This is what I'm talking about. And the title of this podcast episode is You Are Paid Well, But Feel Like a Slave. And I'm starting to see this over and over again. My company belongs to or you know, we, we subscribe to several uh, professional organizations and I won't name them on this podcast episode. But just think about it. If a person has a lot of letters behind their last name uh, talking about their designation, chances are we are subscribed to this professional organization and they send out emails about the industry. The industry emails could include things like how to be a better professional, uh, legal regulations impacting the industry. But now I'm starting to see emails that are sent to their members. And, and I get a copy of that because I, even though I'm not uh, one of these certified professionals, since I am a consultant, I am allowed to be on this email list. So what I'm seeing now, a lot of professional organizations are telling their members how to feel about you know, social issues like, like race and, and Black Lives Matter. And over the last two weeks since the, uh, the shooting of, of several you know, black males, I've seen these professional organizations send these emails out telling their members that they need to support this movement. Now, uh, and then, you know, so when people get that email, I'm also, I'm also on an email chain. So when people respond to that email, I'm seeing people respond that they will support these social movements. You know, the majority of people are saying that they will support this movement. Uh, and a lot of, and mo a lot of times they, these people are the owners of the company. These are the owners of these organizations, these, these, these small businesses. They are the presidents. They are the, the managers. They are the, uh, partners. They are the principals of these organizations. And basically what they're saying is that, yes, we will support these movements. And, um, and then I see other comments where we're like, and they're like a small minority of comments The people are saying, no, we won't support this movement. So I'm just basically letting people know that there are organizations out there. Some are professional organizations. Some are, I would say, retail chain organizations, uh, retail companies, major companies that are putting up big dollars on behalf of the movement. Now, I'm not complaining about them putting money up for the movement. That's that's their call. My point is, is if you are a high income earner and you're making really, really good money at your job, someone may challenge you to admit or to uh, succumb. I like to use that word succumb or acquiesce to the movement. And if you don't publicly acknowledge the movement as being something 
that you agree with, you could lose your job. Now, see, that's very sad. And when that, and when, and when you see those type of uh, challenges come up, this is what I, this is why I'm telling people they need to start their own business. Okay. Because when you have your own business, you are less likely to be impacted by decisions that you're forced to make that you don't want to make. Now, a lot of people that have uh, you know great nine to five jobs, I'm talking about maybe they're making 70,000, 80,000 or more. Like this uh, person I talked about, this coach, he's probably making 500,000 or a million dollars. Okay, so he's stuck. He can't go to the to the to the school and say I totally disagree with um, the criticism that I'm receiving for wearing this shirt because if he doesn't conform to what they're talking about the masses out there the the, the people who who cause controversy and riot and, and protests they're gonna make that school <laughs> That school is going to face enormous pressure and the school is going to have so much pressure that they're going to end up firing the guy and he won't be a coach at that school. Now he may get a severance package. So it's all not, it's, it's all, it, it can't, it's not all bad for this coach. If he gets fired, let me tell you, he'll probably get a couple of million dollars in severance, but he probably won't be able to coach at another football organization because he has been labeled as someone who likes this news organization. So I'm telling people, you know, if you're and see in the, in the incident that I'm talking about with this coach, that's going to be rare for most people. Most people aren't in positions where they coach at a nationally recognized college or they have a big time job where they're, they're on TV or their name is widely known so that if they make some type of statement or they if they agree with something that's not popular uh, their job is at risk so we're not talking about people like that we're talking about the everyday person who has to go to work who's making like a hundred thousand dollars seventy thousand dollars a hundred and fifty thousand dollars and soon they may be challenged about what they believe in so the way that you fix that problem or how can I say, how do you mitigate that type problem is to have a business that you're working on alongside of your, your job. Or if you have enough money and you want to make uh, an abrupt um, uh, stop to your nine to five job and you want to move on to something else, you can do that too. Uh, people can start real estate careers. They can start insurance uh, careers, financial services careers. I recommend people find something like a direct marketing company where they can uh, market a product and make 20, 30 bucks a pop or join a, a company that has like a, um, a multi-level format where they can put in some time and talk to some people and perhaps, uh, you know, build a, a residual income over, you know, after a period of months that it may take to, to build up to that point. See, the thing is, and I'm about to close because I can talk about this subject for a long time. One of the benefits of being your own boss, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably mention about two or three benefits, maybe four. 
I'm doing this podcast episode without notes, but one or some of the benefits of being your own boss is that you are less likely to change your belief system because you don't have any people telling you that they're going to take your business. They're going to take your real estate practice. They're going to take your insurance practice. They're going to take your mobile cell phone business that you're working online. You don't have that. So you can more, more likely have your belief systems and still be in business because you're just like one or two people. If you're a small company, you, you're not, you're not the president of a, of a company that has 35,000 people or, or a hundred thousand people. You're not on TV where, oh, you know, Joe said this. Oh, he did. When did he say that? Oh, he said it 17 years ago. Oh, let's go get him. Let's get him off the air. So he will no longer. Um, so people will, will no longer see that Joe had this belief system. <laughs> and I don't care if it happened 17 years ago. Let's get him <laughs> or let's get her. So another benefit is that you learn some things that um, that I recommended every American should learn. And that's how to deal with people. Uh, that's how I would say 90% of small business owners today. That's why they, that's why they struggle, because they don't know how to deal with people. Um, so having that small business gives you back your freedom. Having that small business gives you back your uh, constitutional right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So I tell you folks, this is going to happen over and over again. More people are going to be challenged at work about how they feel about certain things. And it seems like this is a premeditated uh, issue for, for people who want to attack people. And I honestly believe that there are people right now looking online, looking at different people's profiles, looking at their past, you know, Facebook posts, their past Twitter posts. And they're saying, oh, Joe said this four years ago. Let's go get him. Or Mary uh, made a comment that is controversial about this subject, you know, three years ago. Let's get her. So it seems like a lot of these uh, people that have this axe to grind socially, they're trying to eliminate people who believe differently. And I never would have put these two together. I never would have, um, I never would have thought about doing this podcast episode until I saw that coach, you know, back down and have to apologize for wearing a shirt with the news organization on it. And I would not have done this podcast episode if I did not receive these emails from these professional organizations. And just to add a, a final comment about these professional organizations, they should be helping their members do better in their businesses. And 90% of them offer no information about helping uh, these white collar small business owners do well in their businesses and in their careers. So it's all it's so it's almost like you're not helping your professionals with, with these certifications do well in their business, but now you're telling them how they should feel about social movements. 
man, that's nuts. So anyway, I just wanted to do this podcast episode today. I apologize if it sounds kind of scattered. It's kind of early and I have a full day ahead of me. But I wanted to get this out to people who are looking, who are saying to themselves, you know what? I have all my eggs in one basket. And I'm not feeling good about if I continue to talk about what I believe in, what impact is this going to have on my career? If I continue telling people how I believe, will I have a job? Will I be able to have a livelihood? Would, will I be able to provide income for myself and my family? And then the other side of that is I'll just keep quiet. But if you keep quiet, knowing that what is being said is wrong, then you're just like a slave. You're just like the slaves back in the day who had to do exactly what the master said, or they would not be fed. They would not have a place to stay. And worst case scenario, they would be beat into submission. And that's a sad, sad day, folks. So break yourself away from uh, those chains of, uh, that people may or, may or are trying to uh, put around your brain and put around your heart. You know what's right. Start your own business today. If you, if you want some contacts of people who own uh, real estate companies or insurance companies, uh, let me know. In fact, myself, I'm restarting uh, a financial services company uh, after being out of the business for a while. I'm restarting a financial services company to help people nationwide learn how to be professional insurance agents. I'm, I'm also a team leader of a direct marketing company. And uh, that's another way. It's a it's a it, it, it's a way that you can go either slow or fast, slow or fast, but it, it will work. And plus, it will give you that degree of freedom that you're looking for. So, if you are a white collar small business owner, and this podcast episode addresses a concern or situation that you're going through right now, please do not hesitate to call me at 833-321-3212 or internationally using WhatsApp at country code one. 406-402-6400 to see if 321BizDev LLC can help you find a winning solution. We recommend small business owners looking for solutions. Visit our website at 321BizDev.com services to complete a questionnaire to begin the consultative process. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Make it a great day.